Welcome everybody to episode I do not know. What episode are we on? <laughs> huh? 17? 17? 17? 17. I missed like a whole Yeah, we're episode. <laughs> so Renee here. 17. Um, 17. Yeah, sorry about that. I forgot. We missed last week, but sometimes when you miss one week, it feels like you've missed a month. But so. you have to tell them why we missed it. Uh you know what? We'll get to it. Who else is here? Let's let's go around the room. Who else is here tonight? Lady Laz is back. As the motorcycle runs by. <laughs> Lady Laz is That was like on cue. Lady Laz, who else? Nay Sweets is here. Young Ruben. What's going on, everybody? Um, yeah, last week we missed uh, because Dodger baseball. Though, few times that we get into baseball is playoff baseball. And fellas out there, you can get your ladies into baseball because... Mm-hmm. Ladies, did you guys not like all the baseball you guys have been watching? I actually have enjoyed it. As long as ladies, you come in around like playoffs. top of the fifth, just playoffs, playoffs. playoffs. top of the fifth, mm-hmm. you're good. You can it's eat exciting. a little uh, michelada and chill. I actually started watching it today, um, bottom of the second. So, oh. yeah, yeah it, I'm it, getting more and more, longer and longer each time. Yeah, see? Pause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you know what? That's the only time. Baseball, it does get exciting during the playoff times. You can tell, uh, tell how uh, tense it is. And it also helps that our Dodgers are in it. Yep. Something yeah, that they're sure. not always this far. But anyway, and then we were going to pause and maybe do it later tonight, but we're getting our ass beat. As of right now, we're losing 10-2 <laughs> in the 6. Freaking A. But that's okay. We got game uh, 5 tonight. We'll be so. tied up 2-2, two two, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll be 2-2 two, two <laughs> yeah. tonight and then tomorrow, hopefully, with the win 3-2. But um, that's the most oh. baseball talk I think we'll ever have on the podcast because yeah. normally they don't like baseball. But okay. playoff time we're is different. It. Unless we go to a game. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I got yeah. some garlic fries in my lap. True. We're a Dodger dog. Yeah. <laughs> and the Dodger Stadium is, is known for those it's two It's fun things. when you go to the games, but you just, I can't watch them on TV. Yeah. Right. Other than playoffs. <laughs> Not for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. So, uh, what else was on TV tonight? Oh, the last uh, presidential debate. Did you guys watch any of it? I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't know what's going on. I'm over it. Yeah. Huh? Yep. Let's just get to November. 8th. I think we. I think we watched about four minutes of it <laughs> oh, before yeah. we switched back. And to I the said, game. "Oh, is this new?" <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I was. I, I've been thinking about it too since. Uh, yeah, I'm over it. Yeah. Um, do these debates matter to us personally? Are they gonna? They're not gonna swing our vote anyway. To be honest, I don't think. They are. I think they just have to follow protocol and go through them. But I feel like people have already made up their mind. Like, if you're going to vote for Trump, you've already made up your mind. Right. If you're going to vote for Hillary, you've already made up your mind. Yeah. Like, so there's no need for us to watch it because I know I'm already voting for and Hillary. And they keep talking yeah. about the same things, yeah. you know? Yeah, I get, like, you know, people say it's because it's important for voters that don't know yet, right? And uh, NBC had a poll today, um, right before the debate, saying um, the effect of watching the previous president, uh, presidential debates. So the last two, they, they showed the percentage that went up. Uh, more likely to support Trump, uh, 14% of people said they were going to vote after the two debates. For Hillary, 31%. And it didn't matter, 52% of the people. So, you know, <laughs> half, half of the people don't even care anymore. I think by the debates, these debates more than anything, I think we were watching to see Trump say yes. something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we were watching it more for the drama than the actual debate itself. Because I don't even think they even debated because they were just, well, he was mostly saying nonsense and her defending herself. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of it, too, like, of course, if you're... If you were voting for Trump, yeah, your decision might change because of just mm-hmm. all the nonsense that he's talked about in the videos and stuff that have come out right. recently, you know, and how he oh, talks and stuff like that, you know. And it's true, like, I, the little four minutes I saw, Hillary, Hillary was like, you know, you just never apologize. Like, he's mm-hmm. never owned mm-hmm. up to, 
you know, doing it. His wife, oh, Billy Bush made him do it, you know, right. and that's locker room talk. But it, he never apologized. Look, I'm sorry. I was young. I was dumb. You know, that was back in my early days. Whatever, you know. He's over here directing everything to the emails still. It's like, boy, bye. We done with the emails. <laughs> right, she already owned like, up to that and yeah, apologized. That's the we difference. done with that. <laughs> Regardless of what keeps coming out or what WikiLeaks keeps coming yeah, out with, it's, it's like we, it's we're not over hurting it. her that bad. I mean, think about it. And then why is it that WikiLeaks or why is it that everything that's being hacked is always going towards Hillary? Why is nobody hacking to try to find bad things? Well, because they're all saying that it's the Russians and he's friends with the Russians. So exactly, that's how I feel. And then yeah. the last, his last thing he's gonna try to go for is saying the last controversy he's gonna say it's gonna be voting fraud. He's gonna go to the end now. To, uh, oh, keep God. on saying that there's voting fraud, mm-hmm. voting fraud, and don't don't fit into that bullshit. Right. You know, I mean, all of a sudden, all these presidential races have been going on, and everybody always wants a specific candidate to win. And now this is gonna be the only time. I mean, Bush. That's the 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 one that I always thought there was a, a possible voting fraud was when Bush ran against Gore, and Bush still became president mm-hmm. even with all the drama and all the debate. But yeah, we're kind of over it. Did you guys get your um, ballots in the mail or not your booklets for your? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know about you guys, but when I got it, I, I'm, I'm I was looking at it and I'm taking it more seriously this time to vote for the more local things, mm-hmm. the propositions, the the council people. I'm taking that more serious this year than ever before. You Why? Because I realized that presidents are important. <laughs> Presidents yeah. are important, but you know, a lot of times it doesn't matter who's the president because if there's a certain party that's running the, the house, then it's going to always be up to them. So I think it's more important to vote for them now. Yeah. So do you guys find it? Uh, are you guys finding it important or do you guys feel it's important this year? I'm not going to lie. I haven't even looked at, looked it, yet. at it. I think it's important. Uh, definitely the props. I don't really know those Congress those are and city council and all mm-hmm. that. Like I'd be seeing it in their yards and stuff right. like that. But the props, definitely. Um, I'm starting to see a lot of commercials and stuff that's like, no on this, yes mm-hmm. on this. So it is making me actually, you know, research it a little bit more. I think there was one that's like, yes on Prop M, which is like, I think something with the Metro mm-hmm. and building, you know, more rails or whatever and then creating more jobs and adding more money and value. Like, it was just a lot of stuff that seemed like it was really good for Los Angeles. Obviously, they're going to make a commercial sound good, so I'd have to read it up <laughs> yes. to make sure it's legit. But, you know, it's just, like, stuff like that that I really am looking at now. I think what we should do right before we, uh, on, on the 8th, November 8th, before we vote, we'll, like, go through the props real quick on the podcast and see if we're all the same on mm. the props. And the thing is with those, sorry, but they try and trick you. Like, I remember when it was, like, gay marriages, and they were, like, we were supposed to be, you wanted it to be yes for gay marriage, but then they were, like, yes, yes if you didn't, if you don't want yes. gay marriage, yes. and they fucked you up, and you're, like, oh, shit, like, what do I do, you know? So, it's like, they will get you like that. No, it's true. It's true. That's yeah, you, you have really to pay have attention. To, yeah, yeah. Pay attention. I would say you have to pay attention, because the questions are misleading. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah, and there are some important props this year that, well, I mean, there they're important every year, but there's some that will affect us, I think, personally. So, uh, yeah, we're just seriously, we're over this uh, political season and we want it to be over and move on to just continue. You know, it's funny that before you're able to, like, you're excited mm-hmm. the last four, like, eight years, like, the last terms mm-hmm. were where you were actually excited. Even with, even with Gore and um, 
And Bush, you were, people, I was I was excited to vote. Like I I'm, vote then. I was too young. One of those things that you, it's like now that you look at it, like I'm not, I'm not sure why. Just because I'm not happy with none of those. None right. Of that. Okay. But I, I think that's what they're trying to, because it's not like when Obama was running and right. I was like in a line for two hours at right. school, make sure you know, make sure I was there, first, make yeah. sure my stuff got turned in. And I think that's what's being like kind of becoming extinct with this race right now. It's like nobody's excited, but we're telling everybody to come and vote because if not, who knows what it's going to look like, you know? But yeah. it's like nobody has that enthusiasm. No one mm-hmm. is like, oh, yeah. You know, it's just, it's not the same. Well, because when, when, when Bush was there, everybody was like, I was excited to get him out and get him <laughs> a new person. Mm-hmm. So, but Which now, never happened. Yeah, so... And then, it, it, yeah, and when Obama came in, and that's it was a new change. Yeah, change. when you get a candidate that excites you, that makes a, a voting turnout more. This time, I think more people are voting out of fear mm-hmm. than anything, or just being. They just want extreme changes, and nobody's in love with either candidate. Right. But so we're like, well, how can I be excited if I don't really like both of them? So right. I'm not gonna vote. But sometimes we take uh, for granted voting because. Right. A lot of people have gone through hell, have died mm-hmm. for the opportunity for us to vote. You know? It makes me so mad when people are like, I don't care, I'm not voting. Right. Yeah. And I'm just like, grow up. Right. You're waiting, like two years right. old, you know? Like, I had a conversation with a coworker, like, I think a couple of days ago, and they were, she's asking me, like, oh, who are you going to vote for? I was like, I was just joking, like, oh, Trump, you know, I have to vote that wall. You know, my whole mm-hmm. statement. And then um, and then she's like, really? I'm like, no. I'm like, <laughs> it goes, I'm like, no. She's like, I'm not voting. I'm like, why not? Because I don't, I hate Trump, but I don't like Hillary. Mm-hmm. And I go, but who's the, like, if you have to pick one. <laughs> who's who the least you, worst? I go, if, <laughs> you, if you have to pick one, who would you pick for? And right. she goes, none. And I go, you have to pick none. Even, like, don't go with the Green Party. Don't go with anything, because they're not going to win. Right. So you're, you're going to, if you're giving votes to, to the Green Party, you're giving votes to Trump. Because do you want him to go, what's worse for you? He goes, Trump. And I go, then why are you not voting? Right. Exactly. I go, because at the end of the day, it's like, you, we want to make sure that, at least the worst of the guy does not get it. Right. And, I, and I told it as well. I was like, Damn, that, the president is not the only one actually going in the ballots. There's mm-hmm. other propositions, everything else that's coming with it. New senators are coming. Right. Uh, all these other, um, I think a new judge, a judge or uh, a city council. So all these people that actually affect our community, which you live in mm-hmm. L.A. County. So it's going to affect you. The propositions. Yeah. A lot of them. So it's one of those things you really have to just not think only... Don't be selfish. And think like locally, mm-hmm. region. You but, but you know what? That's something that even in school they taught us, but they never really emphasized. I think one thing in our senior year, they should have gone over two things. How mm-hmm. important voting is mm-hmm. and jury duty. Oh, how no. Imp- I think they should have, it should be how important voting is and credit. Right? Ooh, credit yes. should credit. definitely have been yes. a class. I, I, I agree with like, that. no joke. Things that, that <laughs> are going to affect you. Don't sign up for all those credit yes. cards. Man, right. And make sure you're paying things on time. Good thing. Yes. That, that's true point. True. Because we go in there sometimes thinking, well, we learn book stuff, but real, right. real, real life stuff that we don't find out until the hard way, you know? Mm-hmm. But on that note, we'll, we'll yeah. touch the other stuff once we get closer to it. It's not that far away. So, you know what, I noticed something on Twitter, like, last week that, uh, since we didn't have a chance to talk about it, I wanted to bring it up, uh, this week. Uh, do you guys know who, uh, boxer Adrian Broner is? Mm-hmm. He's, you guys remember him? It's like, Mayweather's little Mayweather, yeah, he oh, used to okay. be real close to Mayweather, he was gonna be the next Mayweather, but they had a fallout, but anyway, 
So he's an emotional type person, right? And when he's mm-hmm. on social media, he goes through his little rants or whatever. So last week, he posted a, a, an Instagram message saying, you know, I'm over life. I'm done. I'm finally going to do it. And then a couple hours later, he posted a, a picture of him driving with a, uh, well, of his car, him in, inside his car with a picture of it, a gun um, right next to him saying it's, it's over at 3 p.m. So basically, a saying, uh, insinuating, insinuating that uh-huh. he's going to commit suicide. So, I mean, that's crazy enough. But what I noticed a lot, every every comment was people just making fun of him. Uh-huh. Just go, saying, either are you doing it in Pacific time, Central time? Let us know. Please record that's it. Awful. You know how stupid are you? You know you're selfish. So it made me wonder, like, why is it that people are so inconsiderate when obviously he's reaching out for help? Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah. You're okay. not doing that just because. Of course, yeah. But, yeah. but it also could be like just an attention thing. But I don't think you should ever but take still, it that way. Don't you think even but if I think I'm that's looking just for being attention, sensitive to where he yeah. is, which is one of the things that happened when Kid Ink went on his whole rant that he was checking himself into anxiety and depression clinic and like Kid literally Cuddy. Kid Cudi yeah. or Kid Cudi sorry Kid Ink Kid Cudi and it was like that same thing because it's like they have these cries for help America is insensitive or the commoners are insensitive not believing like what if he really did do it then then what do you feel guilty by making fun of him right and that's all of a sudden it turns into a rest in peace that's the comments and it's like no No, exactly like it shouldn't be like that do you what i what i notice you know more than anything am i wrong for thinking this that our communities as minorities Mm -hmm. i think we don't take it seriously enough where we find it is humorous when people do that and we don't think of it as an illness. We think of it as something else, like either weakness. I'll be honest with you. Like, I have, I've never felt pity for somebody who has said that they were going to uh, kill themselves. Because to me, I always saw it as them being weak and inconsiderate of their loved ones by, because you're going to hurt them at the end more than you're going to be gone. Mm-hmm. And I've never taken that as something where, well, they obviously need some help. I don't think about it. Let me reach out to help them. I'm thinking like, why are you being so selfish? I don't even need you around me. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's something because I've never been around anybody in my family or friends that tell me you should be able to reach out to these people and help them out. Then mm-hmm. I've never get any positive reinforcement when it comes to that. It's always negativity. Yeah, but that's also just not being educated on the fact that if a person has tried to commit suicide or attempted it's beyond just the action. They actually do have an illness, a chemical imbalance that causes them to not think that life is going to get better. They don't have those silver lining of hopes that typical people have because whatever battle is going on in their head, and this is what I deal with kids all day long, not kids, high schoolers. Mm-hmm. And my high schoolers are between like 15 to 21. And I've diagnosed at least half of my clientele with depression. And uh, like at least a quarter of them have attempted suicide. Wow. And it's just because one, they, de- they didn't have the support. They lacked the awareness of what was actually going on in their head because there is that stigma in the minority community. Like we don't have mental illness. And I work in Compton and Watts. So it's like all those parents are like, oh no, my kid's fine. They're going to go to church. They're going to be fine. We don't want your help. And I'm like, this is beyond church, unfortunately. I, you know, I try, we have to keep our certain boundaries, but it's deeper than that. And I think, you know, my hope is that people become more educated on mental illness. Um, that's one of the reasons I got into this profession, because there were a lot of people, it's like, they, they think it's a selfish way, it's an escape, but it's beyond that. Um, it's deeper than just, you know, yeah. protection. 
to go off that too, mm-hmm. I think it's the same exact thing. Like, I think minority families, they just never accept it. You know, it's all it's the same thing with therapy. Like you mm-hmm. said, grew up, you never that was not a thing to where you could go to therapy and talk out your problems and stuff like that. Like we deal with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we deal with it. You know, however we feel is necessary, whether it's holding it all in or going off or. Mm-hmm. fighting or whatever you know it is that's mm-hmm. our way of dealing with it and unfortunately some people deal with it because they're they're not trying to talk to anybody about it they deal with it by like killing themselves mm-hmm. or hurting themselves you know and that's not okay like because i feel like white people they'd be quick to be like yeah you need some therapy let me sign you up right away but we over here like well i mean what's the problem like right you know we're over there kind of down talking them like well why is it so that why like, is it that not serious? that bad yeah the struggle you know, can't like, be that hard Right, like, and that's not it's, that's not the case. No, that's a good point. It's something that we do need to have empathy for and mm-hmm. educate ourselves more. You know, uh, it it made me think about when I saw the comments and saw, it, it upset me how people were so insensitive. But then mm-hmm. it made me say, look at myself in the mirror because I would be one of those people because I've had situations where I might have dated somebody and they threatened to harm themselves, mm-hmm. and I never showed them sympathy. I was. I, it made me want to just stop dealing with it. Was it because you didn't believe that they would actually yes. do it, and you you saw it more as like a way to keep for right. them to keep me? Yes, okay. I thought that. And here's one supposedly a rumor regarding because mm-hmm. uh, the like few days later now he's back training with Mayweather, right? And he's That's partying so again. The rumor <laughs> is that he got caught cheating by his baby mom, and she was gonna leave him. So he did all this to get her back. Mm. To get her attention and to get her sympathy and all so, that stuff. So to me, okay, now a layer, a, a, a second layer to that. Mm-hmm. If you were somebody and they use that as a card to try to avoid breakup, how would you handle that? Honestly, I don't know. I think that's really hard because I actually had um, a guy that I knew very well um, who used to always work with me at Milk. And he, he was married. Mm-hmm. Um, she all of a sudden wanted to leave him and he committed suicide just the beginning of this year because she wanted a divorce. Wow. So it's like, you know, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you could do. Like, I'm trying to think at her, like what she could have done differently or anything, but I don't think there's really anything that you could do because it's not fair to her mm-hmm. to stay in a relationship just because you're scared, you know, someone's going to commit suicide or something like that. But it's also like, how do you, I, how do you change it or it's like yeah. redirect him it's, to so he doesn't think that that's the only option you know right i mean and that's one of the things um i haven't had that incident like incident happen but one of the girls I actually just got a new client that's one of the things so she's in an abusive relationship the but the only reason she stayed he used to beat her but the only reason she stayed because he said i'm going to kill myself if you leave me so she would continue to be abused he would you know say i'm sorry it's the whole cycle and then when she finally got out like when he got expelled or whatever and now she's my client she's like that's all she thinks about is he kept he said he's gonna kill himself i worry about that all the time and one thing that we have to remember is you can't control someone mm-hmm. period you are not in control of any actions they have mm-hmm. this is something i teach all my kids is they can, you know, feed off of the emotion. They can tell you this. But at the end of the day, they're going to do what they're going to do. And that is not on you. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's them not being able to cope or manage with, 
you leaving the mm-hmm. loss. It's just like grief and loss when somebody dies. So it's like if a partner of mine is saying, if you leave me, I'm going to kill myself. Well, if you feel that way, I feel like you need to go get help. And then, I don't know, you guys have to have a conversation about it. But you can't put all that weight on you as the, as the other partner. It, like yeah that's true that's, but then how yeah, do you I, how do you get it to where it's like if they actually do kill themselves you're like oh my god it was because of me like, but, how do you but get see out that's of the that? thing that and that's why we start them now in in some of the counseling sessions to learn about control because yes you could take go ahead and take that guilt and shame and put it on yourself but at the end of the day were you there did you, were you there when he did it or she did it no <laughs> like there's just so much there's i don't know it's just so many layers to that it's it's tough it's something that Mm -hmm. i think if if your partner were to do that i Mm -hmm. think you also because you can't just go okay we need to conversate because you'll never know when it would be the right time to say okay are you fine now if i feel you're fine now now we need to (laughs) end it right i think it's also now on your part to reach out to maybe close people to Mm -hmm. theirs or even Mm -hmm. close people to you and say look i'm in this situation where I don't want them to hurt themselves, right. but it's also unhealthy for me to stay, exactly. stay in this relationship. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's why I think you gotta it, find the support. Yes, mm-hmm. it, for both parties, and I think now I think even me personally, I'm gonna take this more seriously and not just jump to conclusion or just see it as a weakness that I normally right. have seen it in the past, and just learn from it and say, okay, this is what I need to reach out for. You know, but yeah, that was just something interesting. I will say, I like, I do like how Mayweather seemed like he reacted really quickly and then all of a sudden they were together. I do, I did kind of see the whole Mayweather and Bronner together and I was like, okay, is he just trying to get back in boxing and trying to get cool with, with, Mayweather. with Mayweather again? And that was it too. So I did, I'm not going to lie, I did think that. But Mayweather, you know, being the friend and the big brother that he was, was kind of to Adrian, it was like, because he reacted right away. Like his wife or his girlfriend, whoever was like, don't worry, he's fine. And then all of a sudden you see a picture of Mayweather and him together. So it's like, at least people are starting to realize that's not something you play with. Like, right. If it's even like someone like Mayweather, like, okay, he's talking like that. Let me just go right. make sure he's cool instead of ignoring right. it. Because even if it is an attention-seeking behavior, I mean, you won't know until it what, something, something happens. happens. Right. So, I mean, then go ahead. You know, you seek the behavior and you help them and then... Yeah, that's true. No, it's a good point. Yeah, it's something you won't know until it might be too late and then what? And then you're stuck. Okay, so I, you know, have been doing some research over the past couple weeks, you know, and like finding good topics that we could talk about on the podcast. And one of them that I really liked was um, if you propose to someone or you get proposed to Mm -hmm. and that person says no, is that an automatic end of relationship end all be all like you guys are broken up? (laughs) That's a good question. I've always wondered that. Like, yeah, I don't. I think so. I, see, I, and, I, and I'm not about to say no, but I'm also thinking the mindset What's and the age point? that I'm at. No, yeah. at now, no. But the reason I would say it's not a deal breaker because why? there's a reason why they said no. Meaning they don't feel like you guys are ready for that step in marriage. So it's actually just a wall that you hit that you could actually grow yeah. so that time will. Okay, hold on, hold on. You're right. So, no. so as a woman, uh-huh. if you say no, mm-hmm. in your mind, you're not saying you're I'm not saying, saying no, no to, to this relationship. I'm saying no to the marriage proposal because I don't feel you're ready. However, this is where mm-hmm. this is where it comes. Is I don't feel because of the person I am that a person is gonna propose to me without knowing I'm gonna say yes. 
Go, okay, good. Well, okay, we went now from a guy's perspective. What do you think? If you propose to a woman and she says no, mm-hmm. for you, is the relationship over? Yes, it is. Okay, now before you answer mm-hmm. that, okay, you went into the proposal because you felt strongly about the relationship. So you think both of you are in the same in the same place mm-hmm. mentally. So if you didn't propose, you weren't going to break up with her tomorrow, right? If, if, you if said, I, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But so why is why do you think for us... It, as soon as she says no, relationship over. For, for me, is if, if I'm proposing, right, because mm-hmm. I feel that that person that I'm going to be with is going to be the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm already foreseeing the future. For me, it's like, okay, this is what I'm going to be with from, like, from now. That, that's the reason I'm proposing. And let, let's make this official. Not even do anything. Get us together. And if she says no, then that means that she doesn't see me as a future person, a future partner for her life. Because... Is that necessarily true? It can be. Why, then, I don't think that's for, true. For me, it's, for me, it's like, okay... If I'm having, I'm I'm with a person, and I'm and this is what I'm this is what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I feel, and then I feel we're in a, both in a great relationship. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I want to step to the next level. Mm-hmm. If and if if and I am proposing, you say no. I'm just like, okay, then what are you? What are we doing? Yeah, what, but what okay. My question the, is, no one goes into a proposal without having that conversation with their mate, anyways, to begin with. Like, there are there are le- like levels I feel to relationships where it's like, oh, we're starting to look at rings together. Oh, we're starting to talk about marriage. Oh, I see a future with you. We're having more future talks. Rings? So by the time by the time it's like you're ready to propose, I'm just. Going off of, from a female, like I think I'm, a, I'm, I have a sense. I don't know when, I don't know how, but I have a sense because we've been having these conversations. If you are just feeling it on your own and you're going in and you're like, okay, I'm ready to do this, but you haven't had the conversation with her and she says no, that doesn't mean the relationship's over. It just means maybe you're ahead of her. Mm, uh, okay, that's true. That's 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 true. That's, <laughs> I, I get that sense, but if you're having those type of conversations, I'm not saying I'm gonna. I don't like shopping for rings. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, some, that's something that you have oh, to yeah, no, you don't be have surprised to, just, and everything else. But mm-hmm. if, if the conversation is coming and you're having that conversation and you guys are having, like, talking about the future. Right. And this is what it is. And then for me, if I'm, like, talking to her and I'm we're having this conversation, so I'm like, okay, what we're trying to do and everything else. And I'm seeing that, okay, we are going to that mm-hmm. stages. And then it's my decision. Okay, you know what? I think this is the right time. Based on the conversation okay. that we had. Gotcha. But, and, then she, but, and then she says no. And then she after. says no after okay. that. Okay. Then yes, that is what's the point? But you know what though? What and I, I agree with Ruben because th- here's where men I think differ. He says something in there where he says we've been uh, talking about the future. I can sense that she's in the same place right there. So now I feel it's uh, it's it's time to take the next step. As a man, then we feel like, okay, it's time to, for me to step up now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and get this ring and propose. And then as soon as you say no, you're, you're basically telling me I was wrong about the way mm-hmm. we were discussing things. I misread the situation. Mm-hmm. Second, you're destroying my ego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a man, you're mm-hmm. turning down the most important okay. mm-hmm. you know, question that I could ever ask you. Right. And, and third, now you put 100% doubt in my head that you see me going in the future Got with you. you. Even though the relationship on Sunday was amazing, mm-hmm. Tuesday was going to be great, <laughs> but Monday you said no. Yeah. Now change. So that no wasn't day. just her saying no to the marriage proposal. It was saying no to the rest of your life. Yes. Ah, and, that's and, the difference. Yes, the difference. And, and I, and I, it's I perspective, though. Yes, and I get where you're coming from. Sometimes we have to be able to read the, the situation. Mm-hmm. We, we should be able to get a sense this is the right time to propose. You know, just like men... 
the worst thing that we went through in high school was getting rejected by a girl. Why Why was it so many men, even to this day, men always have a, a doubt to go up to a woman and hesitate because they hate hearing no or just rejection. Mm-hmm. And that right there is the ultimate. Especially somebody so who supposedly loves you and is in love with you and they say no. It could be devastating, you know? Yeah, if, if, if I'm saying I love you mm-hmm. to, to a girl... Mm-hmm. It's because I love her. Right. So if I'm not gonna be like um, with, like I said, Mila, if and we're not saying I love you yet, mm-hmm. and then and I'm like okay, and I'm you know what I'm gonna propose, but we haven't <laughs> said I love you yet. Right. So it's one of those things. That it's not those. I'm like. But okay. yeah, that's one of the levels, one, though, right? Yeah. Like that's. Gonna like if I was there. 18 and then if I was 18, 19 and I'm like sprung on a girl and then right. and, and I go, and hey, I want to marry you and she says no, maybe I want to be married yeah. because of course we're 18. But right. at the, the age, level, that's why I said at the age we are now and the level and the type of way like people we are and the way we carry ourselves and the values that we literally hold true. Like I just don't see, you know, somebody proposing to me and I say no. <laughs> because they don't know, you know, they haven't taken the time. Because I would say, fuck out of here. I think if someone proposed to me and I really wanted to say no, I would say yes anyways and then talk what to them the later. What the fuck? If it was like in front of people. <laughs> if it was like in front of people, like oh, I, would, okay, I, would, okay. I wouldn't want to you embarrass him. Yeah, I would, I would spare his ego, yeah. his pride, that's, that's everything. If, if, I think that no, that's, that's just me. Thing. Like I would totally say yes, oh my God, and then I'd be like, but wait. No, like, yeah, because if you do I'm it in sorry. public, that's, I don't think there's no coming back from that. Right, and then that way also if we're talking in private, we could act like we came to this understanding. Like, look, he was really just in the moment and wanted to do it, but once we really talked about it, you know, we're going to hold off right now. Yeah, you know, I, like that could have been but an you excuse. But you guys still be together? Yeah, in your eyes. Mm-hmm. Do you? I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I would I would understand if he wanted out. Like, look, I need some time because that just crushed everything in me. Like, I would totally understand that because that would crush me too. You know, like, I would never do that. I would never propose to anybody, right. you know. Right. But you wouldn't propose to your man? No, absolutely not. Guess we staying single. Guess <laughs> <laughs> we staying single. But, yeah. No, I get that. Um, and that's good that you would say, you would understand if he was hurt and says, you know, like, hold on, let me reevaluate this whole scenario. Yeah. And I understand, you know, you respect that. I mean, uh, how many, I've heard stories, and not just movies, but I've heard stories of men, you know, proposing multiple times to the same woman. So it's not a deal breaker for all men, mm-hmm. you know. Um, what is it? Didn't uh, just using uh, uh, Hillary as an example? Didn't she say Bill proposed a few times? Or am no, I? I don't know. No, I don't know. I thought he <laughs> says that she's oh well, somebody I, I know, but there's that's been he was persistent. He knew she was the one. Sometimes so you have to be that. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, some <laughs> men can handle that yeah. rejection mm-hmm. and know that okay, it's it just was... in the moment, and I can right. separate that, and I, I feel confident enough that I can get to it later. I guess. Well, with Hillary and everything else, she was actually going. She was doing. Um, she was studying for to get her law degree. Mm-hmm. So and like so, she was going to that. So that's the reason why he proposed. But she was, I'm still going to school, trying to do these things gotcha. for herself. So that one I get. So would you be okay with that too? So you would still stay with her and be like, look, you know, I want to wait until after I, gra- I graduate yeah, in order she, to it, it, get all. If, if, if it's focused, and but that's the things you, you read. That's what you yeah. you discuss. So you should if, be able to. I should be able yeah. to yeah, do no, that. If she goes, oh, okay, I want to get my P- if like I say the name, I want to get my PhD. Okay, that's going to be another year or two, whatever. <laughs> So I'm. I know that that's gonna be fully focused on that. Okay. So I wouldn't. Propose Don't get her. it twisted though, because if she goes gets her PhD, you are still proposing. 
Ain't nobody got time to be waiting five and six and seven years, okay? We are 30-something years old. I'm waiting for her to graduate now. I'm waiting for her to get her degree. Just excuse after excuse. I get it. 40 years old. It it takes, I mean, it's different stages. If you guys are in the right place and read the scenario correctly, you should be able to handle it. As someone who did propose once in my life, you know, I didn't do it just off of women saying, Nah, fuck it. No, I read the scenario, you know, and I read and I and I followed my instincts. I mean, it worked because uh, I didn't get a no, but you know, you have. But it's something that you, as a man, have to feel comfortable enough and be able to read the scenario, you know. So that's that's important. So yeah. So I guess here is what two two. Hell no! Nah. Fuck it's that almost. shit. Fuck <laughs> that trick. What? Fuck that trick. So what was the other one you found, Ana, that it was real good? Um, okay, I don't know. Should I explain it or should I just read? Yeah, read it. Okay. So you saw something that you thought would be interesting for us. Yeah. yeah. So this was another. Sorry, I'm not prepared. Um, this was another one that I thought was really interesting. Oh, I got it. Okay. So the question was. I was snooping through my husband's phone and saw a conversation between him and his brother about a secret baby the brother may be having outside of his marriage. So I sent a screenshot of the text to his wife. Now my husband has said he lost all trust and respect for me. What should I do? Mm. So that was the question because I was like, oh, bitch, you stupid. Like, <laughs> so you, after, after that, you saw that and you said she was, she she was, was in the wrong. She was in the wrong. What was she in the wrong for, for you? For me... I would never want to lose my husband's trust, Mm -hmm. especially if he is okay with me going through his phone, snooping or whatever. I would never want to lose his trust. Like, I would still bring it to him. Like, look, I saw that. You need to say something. You need to talk him into telling her the truth. You know, whatever. That's a baby involved. That's pretty serious. You know, if it was something like to where it was just cheating or whatever, you know, I might turn my cheek on that or whatever. But since a baby is involved, that's not okay. And I wouldn't be okay with bringing that to the wife on my own. Okay, so like, for you, that's what, okay. Yeah, it, see, this whole thing was wrong from the beginning. Because why is she snooping her husband's phone? Because as a husband and wife and in this union, why do I need to go through your phone still? So that was the first red flag for me I saw from, from the jump. The second is, it's really not her place. Yes, the baby's involved, and yes, you know, he is married, but really, at the end of the day, he was talking to your husband. He wasn't talking to you. They were just having a conversation, so it's really not your place to send anything. Like, you could maybe have a conversation with your husband about it, but at the end of the day, once again, it's not your issue to bring to the table. It wasn't your, yeah, to to forward on to her. exactly. So, to me... I would side with the husband, and I would lose all respect. What, what do you for think, her. from a woman's perspective? What do you think she was trying to accomplish there? Maybe I think she's it was, friends with the with the that, with the wife. I think that, but then I also think some women do feel a, a certain kind of sisterhood, like they need to protect the Fuck next woman, that. or they need to, you the know, because like, oh, I'm doing this for you, so if you see something, you better do it for me, I you think know. That's it. And I think oh, that's yeah. very much it. But it's just like I don't even want to hear about it, you yeah. know, if something like that is going on with my man. Like, it'd be nice. I don't... <laughs> See? I, it, yeah. I don't know. I, I have to stop you because the only, only way I'm thinking right now with this whole thing is just the circle <laughs> I run with and, like, the the females I have in my life. I just feel this situation wouldn't even come up, first of all. You know, I just I just don't... It, it really bothers me because it's almost like... I wonder how old this couple is. Like, I wonder... Because I'm just thinking at 30... Plus, this 
this right here, this whole like thing just wouldn't, it just wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. Like I just, I don't know where I'm, I'm conflicted about, do I tell this girl as a, as a female, you know, as a mother myself, as a wife, you know, it's like, there's that, there's that confliction. And then it's like, oh, well, she should know because I would want to know. But I probably wouldn't. But you know, I'd, be pissed, I'd be pissed you know, if I heard it from, from another, else. Yeah, exactly. from another chick or something like that. Like I'd be pissed. Not yeah. that I'm getting mad at her for telling me about it, but number one, I would start to think that like it wasn't your place, mm-hmm. even though you were snooping in his fan- phone. Mm-hmm. It was not your place to tell me. You know, like he could have been trying to figure it out to where he was gonna tell me this weekend <laughs> or something like that. Which, you know, I probably would have taken it better. Not taking it better, but <laughs> it would have been better coming from him, mm-hmm. whether it was next week or the month after, whatever. I always feel you're going to find out regardless, you know, so it's just like, they just, I don't know. Ruben, <laughs> how do you, how do you see this scenario? Fuck her. If, if that's your, if that's your woman going through your phone, right. tell yeah, me. I'll be pissed off. Like, she... No, that's done. But like for me, I don't, I wouldn't trust her. It's like, first of all, like. That's my like, like that's my brother, mm-hmm, so right. or that's my sister, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, the first of all, we're married, so that means that's your brother or your sister. So we look at each other, mm-hmm. our family first, mm-hmm. not nothing else. So and you put a rift in the family, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you're putting out then to our family. So you're gonna go behind my back right. to my blood, to my blood. Mm-hmm. Look, everybody has their own like, things and mm-hmm. ideas, whatever. We're good. Why are you why are you trying to like let their mess up? Let that sound down. Mm-hmm. Like that's raw grown adults. We're not like seventeen-year-olds, or we're gonna be chit-chatting everything else. Right. If there's something going on in their situation, whatever. My brother or my sister came to me for for a reason. They're telling me what's going on because what? Because we're family. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's something going on, and that that other that my wife doesn't know. Right. That, that, that wasn't that, in the text. In the text, <laughs> the partner was like, "Oh, yeah. she's doing this. She's doing that." Right. That's what, and then by chance something happened, but. It's yeah. Should I she have just talked to him and said, "Listen, uh, well, because if she talks to the husband and says, I saw what's going on with your brother, I saw the text, and he would get mad already by her going through the text.' But we right? don't know that, and mm-hmm. because for her to be snooping, yeah, it does seem like she was like sneaking around doing Looking it. But like, does he have? Does she have his passcode? Right, he you might know, have like, gave he it to her. Have, and she he might yeah. not. Yeah, like of course she. But she might have been. She might have been. Then you wouldn't have said Snoopy. You would have said, you know, I was going through my my, my husband's. But the thing phone is, or, like, she could be looking for a picture or yeah. something, yeah, you know, or or something else. And then, yeah, you might. Oops, the text message open. You know, like it might be something like that. So it's like, it is kind of sneaking around, but it's like he might have trust her enough to, so, you know, let her go through his phone, you know, and. It's not, that's the, not the bad part. The bad part is that she forwarded on yeah. to somebody who she shouldn't have, you know? Yeah. It is the, I mean, I'm thinking about it, right? Say the, the roles are reversed, okay? Not even the roles are reversed. Say, okay, for example, it would never happen, but say me and my brother, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I see something that his partner is doing, mm-hmm. you know? He doesn't know. Am I wrong for telling him? Say it's my wife's my brother is dating my wife's best friend. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they're not related, but they're so close. And I find out, you know, either maybe also snooping through her phone. Mm-hmm. And I see, okay, she's cheating on my brother. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna run and tell my brother. Am right, I? Yeah, oh, that's, that's fine. That's family. Yeah, that's I would family. do that with my sister. I would do that with Monet. Like I was about to say, I would do that like, with that or best like, friend. Yeah, right? like that's that's. I think now, that's different. would my wife be wrong for being mad at me? 
No, because that's your. No. That's but at first, I'm snooping through her phone, and that's, second, I, I mean, forward she, something. She could probably be mad at you, but that's her own yeah, fault. Like, yeah, like, she could be mad at you with the snooping part, but at the end of the day, that's family. Like, I'm never gonna sit back and right. watch something happen to my sisters. Right. Like, yeah. my best yeah, friend. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna potentially hurt that person. Right. Yeah. And so, like, so yeah, that, over here. Looks I don't know. Stupid. It's one of those maybe. Um, Catch Rain Tuesday. You, yeah, if it goes the other way, that yeah, it's gonna be a problem, but. Like I said, family is family. Family always comes first. I mean, and honestly, it just she sounds just like a an in law, you know, to yeah. the other girl. So it's like they just know each other only through this marriage. You know, that's what it sounds like. Right. You so know, so it's care. like her loyalty isn't to her. Her loyalty is to it's her, her husband. Yeah. yeah, to her husband because yeah, you're married for a reason. Exactly. You said I do with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I, I'm, I've always been curious about, right? Um, mm-hmm. Loyalty is very important to me, right? And mm-hmm. when I think when you're married, that's the ultimate loyalty, right? Right. When you're married, do you guys see it as it should be both of y'all against everybody else? Not mm-hmm. really against everybody else, but you sh- the loyalty should first come to your husband or your wife before family. Because you guys are now committed in, in, in the most personal relationship ever where now you guys are, are, are saying you guys are going to spend the rest of your life, have family. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't it always be I'm first committed to him and then my family comes? And well, then the friends come. It, it, well, it all depends. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like you, you, you can't like say, oh, she comes first everything else. If something happening to you or to my mom or my sisters that um, and like if I have to pick her or you guys for something but important for my family, my, that's my family. So right. it, it all depends on the, the, the situation that right. it is. I'm not going to say, oh, it's her first and everything else. And then like you, you're pushing your family well, away. Because right. I don't think the union means like now she ranks or he ranks above everybody. Right. I think the union is we have become one. So whatever I got to deal with, you got to deal with too. Like I, I do- don't think it's a... It's a higher, higher. I do think a lot of women don't really get that though because mm-hmm. you know the whole mom situation. That's what I was. Yeah. Uh, yes. Like, oh, you're that. putting your mom before me, right? And which stuff I've like heard that. before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that too. And and then if you let's be honest with yourself, you know, as, as I understand, if you're a young guy, you lean on to your mom. Once you get to an age, I mean, not to say, listen, oh. If you if you have a woman who's making you choose, that's not the right woman. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I'm not saying that. But if you're in a situation where, okay, honey, you know what? Um, I think it's time for us to move, and I think it's time for us to move forward. And you're like, well, my mom is not going to be close, so I don't want to do it. Well, babe, but this is something that's good for us. And you're and if you don't do it because you want to stay close to your mom, aren't you choosing? Mm, that's what I mean, but what's mom doing for you? Is she just close that's or is she taking care of the kids and washing your laundry and, you know, <laughs> cooking, washing, dinner, cooking dinner? Yeah. If like, she wasn't close, mm-hmm. then I think the guy would have an issue. The guy would be like, hey, let's go. with them. I'm a mommy doing shit anyway. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'm, talk to her. I'm close to my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, But if, if it's an opportunity, like they say, if she got a, like a good job or whatever she's doing in a different state, mm-hmm. and like if it's a great opportunity and I'm still able to go... I'm like, well, yeah, because at the end of the day, I'm sorry, my life. Right. My, my mom could come anytime I want exactly. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't matter in that sense of if it just has to be like, okay, well, why do I like now that person is just a, a mama's boy and then right. they can't leave. Well, and that's what I was going to say. I was going to say that means that they've never had to have that boundary with their mother, which is a red flag to begin right. with. Have like, you guys you ever know, dated men like, that have those uh, boundary issues with their mom where they're super mama's boy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no good. Uh, I've heard stories. Yeah, it's a lot of my boy. I don't. Hmm? It's it's is it bad? Because I've heard always yeah. stories. It's, um, 
it becomes needy like it's overbearing it's what, what do they do needy it's date night and <laughs> mom needs needs something that really isn't significant at the time but let's drop everything oh. i gotta take you home you know oh. one of those things it's it's like okay oh i gotta cancel because uh mom cooks can we just go there Got it. Like you know, it's just do they because, you, because you've never set boundaries. With, do they try to compare you? No, no, no. It wasn't a comparison thing, but, but it was his whole family. It was just like a priority he, thing. He was wear. he was the glue to his whole family. Mm. So yeah, that's tough. I just yeah things that you know saw after, but it was mm-hmm. that's horrible. Yeah, that's that's too much, especially. I mean, in, in a weird way, that's showing you that he is a family man. That right. person is Great, a family man. Right, which I want. Right. <laughs> but but not that much. Not boundaries. <laughs> I want a family man with boundaries. <laughs> I want you to be close to no. mom, but not that close. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, now you got to say that. That's the crazy part. No, no that's true. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a good point. Yeah, I've heard stories like that. I think, you know, I've, I've never, even with women, I, me, because I, of course I'm close to my mom, but I've never mm-hmm. been to the point where I've considered myself a mama's boy. And then I've dated women who are extremely close to their, to their moms where mm-hmm. it's the same thing where everything has to run by their mom. Or, I've had that too. Yeah, where or if your mom... Because I talk to my mom so much. And they're like, oh, you tell your mom everything. My mom is my best friend. But I don't tell her everything, you know? But it was sure? like, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> but sure. it was just like, oh. And like I, maybe I made the mistake on the phone and said, oh, I had talked to my mom about this. And then all of a sudden it was like... Oh my god, you tell your mom everything. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah, people don't like, sometimes get the the type of relationship that you exactly. have a mother. So like yeah. I said, like I could tell my mom anything. And I don't have. Can any you? Problem. Yeah, like we could tell, and it's not like she's not gonna judge us. So it's like one of those things. But am I telling my mom the whole spiel of what I'm doing? Right. Kind no. of no. Yeah. <laughs> have I told her some stuff? Yeah, yeah. she just laughs. But right. It's one of those things. Right. But just like, like here and there. It's not yeah. like could, every situation. Exactly. Could yeah. y'all date somebody who your mom did not like? I was curious to say that. I didn't. No. No, because my mom is the best judge of character. And like my mom is just like me and she's so loving and accepting. And like honestly, we see the good in everybody. So if my mom doesn't like you, that's, that's a, a problem. problem. Yeah. Okay, so for you, no. <laughs> okay. No. No? Family, if my family, my mom or my dad. Because if my dad has something to say or whatever, if I just see that sure. look or he's not so feeling something, I'm over here dads, like, so. yeah, <laughs> we have our dads. Yeah. <laughs> my dad. <laughs> your parents. <laughs> I know. Your, your mom and But mom. yeah, it's like, it, it, and even if my dad says like one little smart comment, because my dad's usually very chill to where... So he he, he's really, accepting. He's not one of those like um, like protective fathers that like no. I'm not gonna Mm-mm. like any motherfucker. Mm-mm. You know, you just gotta step up. You know, if he yeah, sees you not doing manly true. things, like I'm over here changing the tire or changing my. If he sees that, he's automatically gonna be like, well, "Who? Are, why are you with him? Why are you, with him? you know, because you're not. You gotta be doing no, that because stuff. he wants you to make sure that you're an independent woman. Like no, 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 says. no, no. That which is funny because my dad has this thing. I mean, clearly, you know, but like. My dad, I'm a daddy's girl, so any guy that I ever bring to the house is never good enough. However, tip would be, I don't know why or how, but every time a guy comes to the house, and let's just say it's during the summer, and my dad is in the backyard, if you offer to help him do whatever he's doing in the yard, you're in. You're in. Am I? You're in. (laughs) 
There you go. Or go running. Or go running. But that also, to my dad, it shows, okay, well, okay, you clearly like my daughter, but then I'm trying to build a relationship right, with, with you. you. And I'm not mm-hmm. scared of, like, what you're... Because my dad comes off intimidating. I know that. But yeah, at the end of the day, once you get to know him, he's not yeah. cool. cool dude. But he did let me um, fry that turkey. You're in. He don't let mm. nobody fry that turkey. <laughs> he let me fry that turkey. So but if you are in. making a conscious uh-huh. effort to, yeah. you know be have a relationship with him and not just be stuck on your girl and mm-hmm. you know be around the ladies because obviously they're not going to grow you that much you, right. know, you need that one-on-one time with exactly. the dad so if he sees that you're trying you're golden see, yeah. you know when you see all that this is why i stick to ladies with daddy issues i don't gotta <laughs> deal with none of that man i haven't had it but I then you deal with them and what kind of issues does that right. come the from? emotional problem yeah. exactly yeah. Because I'm, I'm listening to you. You got to be daddy. I don't you got, think exactly. I've had And you got to be baby. And you got to be daddy. Daddy. Yeah. You're daddy, daddy and daddy. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm I'm literally thinking in the back of my mind, when's the last time I've dealt with a woman's dad? I don't, I, honestly, out of all my relationships, none have had a dad. Really? Or their dad would, did, did I have one? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 really? Yes, yeah, no, no. Have no. you ever talked to somebody or like to somebody's dad? Con- no, just had a conversation <laughs> like you're feeling the girl, or whatever, and she has both parents, and then you somehow just slip, like y'all stop talking. Uh, or are you uh, literally like there is no she got daddy issues? Let me go to her. Like you go to the club. <laughs> is your dad around? If they say no, she's the I'm thinking, do, <laughs> then you get her number. So do I have daddy issues? Because I'm thinking about it. If <laughs> yeah. I when, when, there's when, a common voice. Yeah, because if I've met women with both of their parents, mm-hmm. it's like in a weird way a red flag to me because I know what might be expected, and because I'm not mm-hmm. used to it. I don't know if I can deliver that, mm. you know. So it's like, it's so it. it might be something where I'm like, Ugh, you have no friend. You, you might have a head on your shoulder. I might not be able to. You might actually <laughs> got some sense. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so weird because mm-hmm. we get we get along with you so well, and right. we're really close with you, and we obviously have our dads, and it's like we could talk right. about anything. Right. Obviously, it's not a sexual relationship no, no, or anything, no. but, but no, no. But I, it's true because majority of the women that I know don't have dads friends or or not you know and it's it, i don't know why do you think because you don't have your dad that that like is a common interest like yeah that's it, a common th- thing. you know what it does bring so you, you together you, you know together. like you bond on like mm. you know i wish my dad was here to yeah me too <laughs> shit, you know he Let's wasn't there for you. I know, was that, like, he walked out on me on seven. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Like, shut your, mine was on the eighth, but yeah. I always, I always, I always love that 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 scene in uh, what's uh, Ryan Reynolds in um, the event, uh, superhero movie Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool, when him and, and the girl are comparing te- how terrible how they grew their up. lives is. Yeah, they're like, oh, I grew up poor. Oh, I grew up in a cardboard <laughs> box. Well, you had a cardboard box. I literally only had a bag, and they were going back and forth. And sometimes I, I have. Done that with women. I'm not gonna lie. So and it brings us together. Grow up. <laughs> and it brings us together. As oh, well. that's the it's worst. Like bonding experience. Yeah. yeah. That is so crazy. on that note, let's go with to uh, the some jar, jar questions. Jar. Let's see who's gonna go first. Who would do two today? Is it, uh, yeah. Come on, lady. That's Who goes first? Um, I will because I haven't been here. All right. Oh. Maybe Anna, where, where, where have you been? Where less has been? Busy honestly, with life. yeah, like work though. Um, just. School events after school, but then also, you know, date night. Sorry. Uh-huh. Podcast comes second. <laughs> um, Clearly. <okay. laughs> Something you said during sex that you wanted to take back. Oh. <laughs> wow. 
Is it it? <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you said during sex that you wanted to take it back. <clears throat> That's a. Anybody could jump in. Move in already. I know. Like, what he said. Mine's nothing because I don't like talking during sex. Don't say nothing to me. No, but there's nothing you said that you're like, why did I just you say wait. that? No. Wait, so you're telling me when you're having sex, you're just quiet? <laughs> Well, I mean, like, I'll, 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 I'll do a little moan. I'll do a little, like, I'll moan so you know I'm into it everything. No, but I don't, I don't talk, like, and don't talk to me because I'm not really paying attention. So what I'm like, what? Like, I, I, I don't do what, it. What worst thing a man could say is, um, do you like it? Do you like it? I mean, what, I feel like I have to lie when you say that. Yeah, like, they're not going to say no. That's, that's mine. That, that before. I think so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's something that I hate. I, I used to do that, especially when I was young. Not, not experienced. I used to be like, oh, are you liking it? Are you liking it? Yeah, and then, that's obviously, if I'm asking. Does it feel good? I don't think this is a question more for the guys. Because I don't really feel like there's something I would say. That I would take back because if I'm saying something, it's because I want it to happen. So like you're asking him to do something. Yeah. Like you've never like said I love you in the middle of it when you you hadn't said it before, or you really don't, and you just caught up in the moment. Like or you, oh, or you didn't say anything. <laughs> like that. That's when. That's when. Or or like like you said, did you put it in already? Or like no, but for women, oh, I no, love you. It's been. It's been. It's been. I love you. I love you, huh? How does that come out? You're, and you don't do it. You're just that's. Fellas, <laughs> fellas, that's when you, he's putting that, it down. Uh, like, oh, and the seat and everything is great. <laughs> Ooh, I love you. How, how do you backtrack that? How do you say Do it? you avoid that? As soon as you're done, do you guys just, do you hope that he doesn't even ask you that? No, like, I'm what? a very vocal person, mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about it. Oh, God. So. Jesus, do you talk about it after and say, So I know hey, I said I love you, but I really right, but I, it. But what I meant was I love that. Damn. I, I, to say. I love like that, that and I love what you're doing. That's what I meant to say. That's how I cleaned it up. And then I was like, man, too much Hennessy. Let's go to sleep. <laughs> Good one. All right, one more question. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, oh. Where does the sun rise and set? Oh, we done that one. Did you guys do that? No. Sun no, rises you? in the east and sets in the west. Are you sure? All right, let let let. You we done that? Didn't we? Oh, go. What no, do you we think? No, we didn't do it. What do you think? What the do you think? The sun rises. In... This is a a a, a grad student right here. Come on. From USC. She's at the highest. You masters. Penn State I, mean, I really don't even know my north, east, south, west. So, so where does the sun rise? It rises in Hermosa Beach and sets in Malibu. So whatever that is. <laughs> That's what I know. Oh, North, yeah. south, west, no? I know it's an east and a west thing. Is it? Mm-hmm. Which one? Where yeah. does it rise? I know. I just told you the beaches. So look up where those beaches are, and that's where it is. They're both. Wait, what do you side. mean the beaches? Like it raises, it rises. There's one the over in Hermosa and one in Malibu. So the <laughs> so you're telling me the sun <laughs> rises over here, yeah. but then it kind of does like a little loop to yeah, Malibu. Exactly. It doesn't go all around the world. It just goes to that Anyways, side. Anyways, that's my answer. Shut your face. <laughs> What's your answer? East and, East west. and west. Boom. <laughs> yeah. <it's>, Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Monet is the shit. All right, one more. We'll do one last one. We'll last I one. Can I just say, one. these we'll little educational one. questions that we've had, I've knocked both of them out of the park, okay? Because sure the have. continent... Yeah, continent. Con- continent. 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 I just, no, I said... I was about to say continental. continental. You know, like breakfast. <laughs> At the best restaurant. <laughs> oh, God. All right, last one, last one. Oh, help. 
this off. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, next question. Right. Okay, so uh, the most times you have masturbated in a day. Oh, that that's, that's not fair a for guy question. That's not, a, that's not fair for a guy. I think that's a guy question. I could probably count like in a month. Maybe no, in a, in a day. Yeah, but I'm just saying that don't doesn't happen in a day for me. Mine's I've I've done it twice in a day. In a day. Morning and night. And <laughs> <laughs> the mid, in the middle, I'm going to work. You know. So I gotta... <laughs> oh, so you go to work. You know. Sometimes you get a little freaky dream, and you be like, oh dang, and you wake up doing it, and then before bed, you be thinking about that same dream you had when you woke up. So I wake the whole time like, don't forget that dream. You know Alright, I work thinking about I gotta keep uh, this dream fresh. That was a good ass dream. Oh lord, <laughs> no, no, that, that's yeah. a good way to Nobody else answered? Uh, for guys, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's man. a lot. Like I, how many? Five. Maybe one in the morning, maybe like maybe twice in the morning. Oh. And then during the weekend, maybe like during lunch, I see something. Maybe I like it another time. Maybe I like and it. Then all, all the, <laughs> and then depends on how much porn I was I was watching during that time. Gosh. Oh, God. Yeah, it could you be. You don't a need lot. to like reset but, and like wait in a day. No, it could be those. It, it could, sore. It could be one of those days where you like, damn, I am horny as fuck, and I'd rather do that than go to the girl. woman. Because as soon as I'm done, I'm gonna deal with her. Just go clean right. up and get it go. Like we're done. You don't even have to clean up. Put the condom It's been great. To keep it clean, put a condom on. Anyway, on that note, we ain't all buying that shit. On that note, see you guys uh, next week. Later. Bye.